0: You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal.
1: A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo.
0: Featuring Chris Field. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Parker Clare. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And Alex Sinard. No one
2: knows what it means, but it's provocative.
0: Also featuring the talents of Bigfoot as your producer. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal, No Sex Appeal. It's good to be back. Uh, some time was taken off. Uh, the Deep State tried to take us off the air, but uh, we wouldn't let it happen. <coughs> and uh, now we've got nothing better to do than shitpost with our voices. Uh, yeah, we tune both- in
3: for our now tri-weekly
0: episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's called Freedom of Speech. So that should just be the podcast description on, uh, on SoundCloud or something. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we watched Bloodshot. Uh, I kind of want to do the thing and just make it like, Parker, thank you so much for recommending it, even though it was Alex's idea. But Alex, we got to bow down. And uh, you went back in time and found a movie from 2003 that was somehow released in theaters last week. And it is perfect for our oeuvre.
3: Just a little uh, peek behind the curtain here. They told me I wasn't allowed to come back until I came up with something real, real good for an episode. So I spent <laughs> a month and a half thinking, and here we are, boys. Well, in yeah. the
2: face of a global pandemic, theaters nationwide shutting down, you walked up with your AMC account and said, <laughs> sir, one place." <laughs> that is correct. You hero. are a hero. Parker. I did
3: practice social distancing, though. There were three seats between me on either side. So Nice. Parker, it was a global pandemic that would sweep the world. So, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
0: okay, Parker, I hesitate to ask, do you have any news?
3: Nah, man. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, what are you guys talking about? I just got back from the woods. You know, I was every, why is my store out of all the food? <laughs> oh, dude! Big shout out to Jared Leto leaving his
2: 10 day hibernation to learn that there's a global <laughs> crisis going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite story.
3: one was a response that said, "Go back." <laughs> shout out to the restaurant I saw on Twitter that's giving away a free roll of toilet paper with every uh, takeout order. That's Ooh, that's king hey, shit.
2: That's go. big pog right it's there. It's called
0: capitalism. Anyway. Right, big uh,
3: shout
2: out to of all the movies delayed and all that, New Mutants, whose trailer came out in the year of our Lord 2017, being pushed back <laughs> indefinitely. Again. That, that movie's <laughs> that never coming movie out. Will never ever come out.
3: <laughs> and yet somehow Bloodshot did.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, what is New Mutants? Is that like an X Men thing? It's gotta yes. be, right? Yeah, it I, sure I is.
2: Wouldn't know. And It was uh, just in limbo because like they were gonna reshoot half of it, and then Disney bought Fox, and I was like, what What the fuck do we do with this thing? And then they just said, fuck it. They were going to release it. And now, oops. <laughs> I feel like
0: we talked about the New Mutants trailer at some point in one of our early episodes or something. Probably
2: doing like fucking Kingsman 2 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into the oh. Wonder Woman episode for a commentary oh, on New
0: Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do, please do not turn into that episode. It's not it's long good. Long ago, so. Anyway.
3: Um... That's the one where you guys accused me of not listening to the podcast. Y'all can go <laughs> fuck yourselves.
2: Looks <laughs> like episode
3: two. <laughs> Don't worry about it. People don't forget. He
0: took that very seriously. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. Now you're here. Watching Bored (laughs) Shot. Now, once again, I hesitate to ask, do we have any jerks of the week? Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this.
3: Buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. (laughs) I feel like I have to make up for some lost time in this segment because it has been a while. Oh, boy. So this is less of a jerk of the week and more of a jerk of the month. Now, bear with me here. My jerk of the month is the Field Museum in Chicago, Illinois. Now, before you ask, no, I searched far and wide and could not find a single ripped copy of Van Helsing anywhere in that building.
0: Well, we have it. It's at my house. If you want it? Just
3: <laughs> let me know. You
0: have- Chris, it you need to, to talk museum. to the
3: estate. You need to get it in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, typical, you know, big city museum. You're walking around, see some things that are cool. For instance, uh, somebody approached me with the following line that I know would have worked as well in Parker's did on me, which was, and I quote, Dude, you want to go see those man-eating lions from the Kilmer movie? What? <laughs> which they, in fact, have. Fuck, what? You also... Okay, how are you point <laughs> tickets right now?
2: <laughs> as, you,
3: as you peruse the halls, you'll also see some things that are bad, such as a species of birds that I was told had flexible bones. <laughs> Impossible. Ugh, fact or fiction indeed. And sometimes you get baited by the worst thing of all. Because as I turn the corner to this exhibit, I see a sign up at the top that says dogs and cats and their relatives in the wild. And directly in front of me (laughs) is a giant stuffed bear. (laughs) (laughs) Go
2: fuck yourself.
0: I'm glad that the Chicago Museum of History listens to our podcast.
3: I wanted more than anything to walk up and get a nice picture of this very official-looking museum showing me that bears are, in fact, the cats of the forest. (laughs) However, according to the Failing Field Museum of Chicago, Illinois, (laughs) bears are actually the dogs of the forest. What? I don't know what to do with this. Because I've never heard of a white woman wanting to fuck a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the dog knows more about us. (laughs) Oh, You've been holding on to this for weeks, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> I saw it, I went, Oh, that's 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 gonna be in an episode. But I have not been on an episode since this happened on Valentine's Day. So Jesus. you know, I never
2: remember. That was on the before jerk times. of the month, buddy. <laughs> they deserve it. Fuck them.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh on my end a uh, big shout out to you know, everyone working from home, people being quarantined, and then just me waking up to a text Hey, can you work an extra day this week? Sick. <laughs>
3: this is how I die, folks. Buddy, Gotta you work. give me all of the extra days you don't want. I will take them. I will hoover them up like a little vacuum. Oh, I am just sitting boy. on my
2: vacation days. Look, after fucking inventory, I don't want to talk about it. We did inventory yeah. here all night. The next day, all the shelves got cleaned off. I'm still livid about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Spent a week prepping it. The next day, everyone just bought everything. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Goodies of time could have recorded last week it's fine don't worry about well, it
0: yeah well you know every once in a while we do need a break uh we don't have much else to do but i'm glad that you're back i'm glad that we're all back I, I like doing this uh but as for my jerk of the week i suppose you guys have seen the news and everyone knows how i am but i guess it's about time that i address it my jerk of the week is cheating ass tom brady thank god he's gone <laughs> never liked the cut of that guy's jib finally got a real quarterback in there to dude tom <laughs> what a loser anyway. God, so excited i am so Baldwin.
3: excited for bill belichick to trade for known laptop <laughs> thief cam newton
0: <laughs> it, it's not gonna happen it's gonna be it's gonna happen percent. dude there's it's no other be market <laughs> they're
3: not why would you want percent they, they literally have the same cap hit
0: do they really chris yes. do you ever
2: think about like the potential of your season going poorly and that hillary clinton no. thing being on hulu and just like piecing <laughs> together an absolute nightmare of 2020 <laughs> i forgot about that
1: <laughs>
2: big shout out to the letterbox review that's one star it says history is written written by the winners doing a lot of legwork like, work here <laughs> big shout out to them <laughs>
0: oh shit that's incredible okay oh my <laughs> oh jesus I. Uh, i'm not gonna do the Um, let's let's not not touch that one this week yeah (laughs) uh, let's talk about what we watched recently now I don't know if I mentioned this on one of the episodes but I'd like to mention it now specifically uh, specifically because Alex is here I want to know if he's ever seen it Uh, Alex have you seen a Korean movie called Memories
3: of Murder I have actually yes Oh, did you? Yes, uh, I did. I mean, how could I not? It's it's our boy Bond. Like, how could I? I
0: really, really like that movie. That's uh, definitely one of my favorites that I watch. It's by the same guy who made um, uh, Parasite, Uh, Parker. I think I told you a little bit. about
2: it. I plan on checking out. I've watched nothing but disposable trash these last weeks. So, so this isn't.
0: Yeah, so this is not a spoiler. Uh, I do want to describe something that I found out. Oh, good. That's what I was going to say. There is a reason for mentioning this. Great. Yeah, this is. I think this is really cool. Uh, one of the things about the movie is that, uh, it says before the movie even starts, this is based on a true story of an unsolved murder. So when you get to the end of the movie, it's not going to be solved. They're, uh, the murder mercy. You're not going to know for sure who did it. You'll have an idea maybe, but it's nothing more than an idea and it's unsolved. And that's kind of the point of the movie. And you kind of just have to learn to live with it. Uh, until now, apparently last year, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. Uh, we found the murderer, uh, in South Korea who did all these, uh, killings. Uh, now the bad news is he won't actually serve justice for these killings because there's like a statute of limitations, but he's already in prison for life anyway for murdering his, uh, sister-in-law, so had a real pension for that sort of thing, I guess. But I think that's just so fascinating. So, Parker, what you should do is put it on, uh, if you watch it, like, with your girlfriend, and don't tell her that until the end. Be like, by the way, true story. She loves true crime so uh,
2: much. I mean, she's she's a woman, so, is, you know. Yeah. She's going to yeah. really like this one.
0: This is, Parker, I think I told you, like, there are at least three different flying okay, kicks. Okay, well, so,
2: we're going to have to postpone yeah, this, you know, this is,
0: Yeah. Uh, another one. I'm almost hesitant to mention Uh-oh. this because, uh, no, no, don't worry. Uh, it's, at work I got a, a friend, David Bentley, and every once in a while he'll come up to my desk and say something completely fucking stupid. Like, I really feel like watching Aaron Brockovich. And I'll be like, same brother. Okay, I mean, okay, what? I'm trying to work. And he'll just keep saying it over and over. Yeah, I just feel like watching Aaron Brockovich. And then he said the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life was like, well, it was a cultural touchstone. I'm like, that's not what those words mean. <laughs> No one considers Aaron Brockovich a cultural touchstone, except for maybe the lead actress. But uh, he was just like, yeah, he's like, I, I need a movie to watch, you know, you know, the quarantines coming, stuff like that. I, Do you have any suggestions? I was like, yeah, I have a list of 350 favorite movies. He's like, I kind of just feel like watching Aaron Brockovich. So I told him to fuck off, and I watched it that night. And he got so angry that I watched it before he did. So uh, he called me a movie stealer. Here's what I have to say about Aaron Brockovich. Watch it yourself and find out. You don't get, like, a little summary from me, motherfucker. <laughs> Go watch Aaron I thought it was This Is Not Your Jerk of the Week. <laughs> I thought it was total what, bullshit. You used had to watching play it? against her in Tekken
2: 3 and none of your moves could fucking hit her and you had to kick the ground. It's <laughs> fucking garbage.
0: Exactly. That's so sub- <laughs> My favorite character in the game. You keep your hands off. Uh, let's move on to De Palma. Uh, now, Alex, I know you like De Palma, uh, which Mark is Italian. Like for Chris, palm. I know you like De Palma. <laughs> <laughs> we call him the Palma. Uh, <laughs> I've yeah. been drinking. Yeah, I I watched The Untouchables. Uh, how do you guys feel about The Untouchables? It's been a long time. That's
2: like, what I, I call a Very myself. long time. <laughs> also, same. Yeah,
0: I. In a way, it doesn't feel that De Palma-ish to me. I I guess I think about like Blowout and uh, other stuff like that. The Untouchables, I think, is a good movie. Certainly not great. I, I gotta tell you, Kevin Costner is probably giving the best performance I've ever seen from him, and it is still really mm. bad. It uh, is the main well,
3: character, not which is
2: poor. Uh, God, I keep forgetting that <laughs> made a bunch drafting. What a fucking draft dickhead. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that trade at the end...
0: <laughs> Oh, man. It's like if Uncut Gems was bad. So uh, The Untouchables is, I mean, you got like De Niro's doing a pretty good job. Sean Connery's in there. Sean Connery plays a cop that's just like giving the wrong message to cops. They play him like he's a hero. I'm not saying that led to the hands up, don't shoot stuff, but he is giving messages to young wannabe cops that are really, really bad. Oh. Like, yeah, just hide stuff from your superiors and stuff. is like, don't. Don't be like Sean Connery, okay? That man is given you very, very bad ideas here. But I do like the sets. I like the, the period setting and everything and the costumes and stuff. So as far as direction goes, yeah, I think that Brian uh, Palma did a very good job. But uh, th- there are other ones you can go with. I think Carrie, for example, is probably a better movie. But The Industrials is pretty good. Um, this is going to sound weird, but I, I watched the... Uh, I, I was in Best Buy the other day because I was like... I kind of feel like getting a mechanical keyboard. This is uh, day one of the quarantine. I just started touching keyboards, so uh, maybe not the greatest idea. But I did get one. It was pretty nice. I was like, might as well take a perusal through the Blu-rays. And there were a couple that got my eye. Not all of them were interesting. And I found the Ten Commandments for like 13 bucks. I was like, oh, I have to do this. And it had the silent version, which I had never seen before. So I got the silent version bundle of that. Do you think, oh, the silent version of uh, The Ten Commandments, Chris is on bullshit. Look, this movie goes places I wasn't expecting it. Like, I guess you guys have seen The Ten Commandments or probably have heard of it at some point. You know, Charlton Heston is Moses. Uh, in this one, Moses is just introduced having already done nine of the ten plagues. He's just like, look, I got one more headed your way, buster. And it, it shows all that, and he, you know, kills the firstborn and all the stuff, and then shows parting the Red Sea, crossing that, and the tablets and everything. That is maybe 20 minutes. And then the rest of the movie is taking... It takes place in the 1920s. People have business suits, and, I'll bop, you one And, uh, all that. Which, no, I haven't forgotten, of course. And, uh... It's just so bizarre. It's very preachy at times. You don't which say. Uh, tremendously <laughs> <Weird. and> surprising. <laughs> uh, but it's also, it's kind of against preachiness. Uh, towards the end, it's just like, yeah, she shouldn't have done that. She's uh, not saying she got what she deserved, but like, I, I actually ended up uh, kind of liking it. it. It was certainly surprising. I will get to the four-hour version from 1956 next time, because... I have about as much time as you guys do. Uh, but I, I had a good time. Now, the stuff I saw in theaters. Um, what was the one that I saw before Cats? I gotta get to the <laughs> you saw oh, Cats again? Yeah. No, I told you.
3: Oh, I thought this I, was like a different you. time.
0: Then... Oh, no. no. I
3: thought no. you saw it no, a third uh, time I... in theater. No,
0: I, that's not in the cards. Trust well... me. Uh, no, actually... I ended up seeing The Godfather uh, in theaters, and Alex, I think if I remember correctly, you don't really like The Godfather.
3: Right? I wouldn't say that I don't like it. It has problems, and I think it has problems that a lot of people who like are like, "Oh, the Godfather movie is the greatest movies of all time," like aren't really willing to talk about. But that's not just me being contrarian. Like, I I saw it for the first time in a theater a couple of years ago and was like, "It's a really good movie," but you know, this whole Brando thing yeah. I could do without.
0: I have to admit, that's more or less the way that I feel. I think this is a very, very, very well done movie. And you really get to appreciate it better in a theater, I guess. I'm like, I'm just so invested in the characters. I'm like, you might as well put on part two, even though that's four hours long. Because, like, I just like these characters. I'd like to see more of them. And you're right, Brando is somehow the worst part of the movie. <laughs> uh, he's just, I don't know if it's the performance. I Obviously, Orson Welles would have been better, but, like... It just seems to me like a lot of people were really building that up as like one of the greatest performances of all time, and he's, he's clearly not the best in there. The best? i got to give credit to Robert Niro. Correct. That is, is that is the correct really, take. Really, he good at that. that. Yeah. Uh, Parker, you still have not seen The Godfather, right?
2: No, I'm just a lazy little pet. Man, guy. Parker.
0: I'm, I'm not saying... I've, I've literally owned them
3: all on Blu-ray for like five years. But I look Parker, at them like, oh, Parker, okay. four hours here. <laughs> buddy yeah, i'm gonna be real with you until i saw this never have i ever seen the godfather was always my ace in the hole and it would get everyone but me so like you know just you might want to preserve i gotta out. have some in my back pocket yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> man i happen
0: to damn that's uh that's a shame i happen to like it a lot still no, it's, it's it's a good movie no, i, I
3: actually am in yeah. what i guess is the minority opinion that the first one's better than the second one but
0: oh i agree i agree actually. anyway uh i think the first one's just a more cohesive story um, now I think I saw something else in theaters. I think I took my sister out to. Oh yeah, I saw Inception with my sister in theaters.
3: Oh, and well, then um, you saw it again the I don't other know day. If I mentioned that the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
0: Uh, turns out I still really like Inception. Uh, I really, really like the movie, and she really likes the movie too. Although this is the part uh, that I'll because I think there's no there's something new to say about Inception that hasn't been said by someone else already. The part that we were getting to is uh, we're watching the whole movie. We're just we're just into it. We're just like, yeah, this is really, really good. And then it shows the Indian guy from Drag Me to Hell. And my sister and I looked at each other like with the biggest soy faces in the world. And we I think we practically yelled out of the theory, it's the Indian guy from
1: Drag Me to Hell.
0: <laughs> he's like our favorite part of the movie. For, he's hilarious in Inception. So uh, we had a very good time. It reminds me, I desperately need some new suits because everyone in such a snappy dresser. <laughs> all right, let's get to the big red one. Let's get I to really Cats. wish you wouldn't call it the big red so. one. That upsets me greatly. <laughs> okay, so... Cats, uh, you know, I've already written a review about it. We've already talked about it. We've all seen it on the podcast. Goddamn right, I and, have. Uh, yeah, anyway, they were doing a rowdy screening... At, uh, at the Alamo Draft House. One of the only screenings, I think ever, at that location where you get to uh, make fun of the movie. You get to sort of chef's back culture. I'm like...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: to be determined. Uh, oh, God, was, was a... it you? <laughs> well, Josh came with Idris Elba comes on screen, and you just start digging your nails in, like, Josh, no! <laughs> Don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> anyway...
0: Uh... So Alex immediately said that she was in and that we had to see it. We just simply had to see it, and I'm just like, "Is this going to be the fourth time for you?" And she was just like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh boy, we are just microwaving her brain at this point." It feels like I think a right. we could take credit for that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like the work I do to yeah, poison yeah. myself, and then she thinks she's just going to show up like, "Oh, I saw cats five times." Like, all right, well, fuck congrats, you, lady. man. You want to play yeah. this game? We can, yeah. we can yeah. play this game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a lot of one upsmanship going on here. Anyway, I told uh, Jason, hey, Jason, you got to see Cats and me. Come on, man. It's like, you know what? I'm in. Uh, I got Gabby to see it. We won't oh, boy. <laughs> I got Josh to see it. I got my sister to see it. I practically bought out the entire back row of the theater. My so feelings the are deals. real hurt right now, anyway, just for with the, the it-
3: record.
2: I would have invited now, you.
0: I, I okay. I would have invited. I wasn't sure if you were working at the time. I didn't. That's, want that's to typically you want know the answer you get when you invite but, somebody to something. But you know, hey. No no no
3: no no no. <laughs> I'm I, fucking I, with I you, dude. Mean it's working. cool. I thought you were doing like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway, uh, so everyone else was pretty gay beforehand. I was still observing Lent and just not drinking this day. What a huge mistake! Because I should have been drinking. Gabby. I'm not trying to talk behind her back too much. Gabby had a tremendous amount of alcohol, though. She was very, very loud during this movie. But we also got to talk about some of the stuff that goes in here. So they tried to make it sort of a movie party-ish thing. Uh, they gave you name tags. So you could write your Jellicle name Ugh. on it. And uh, God. what I don't know what your guys' Jellicle names are. My Jellicle name was McGruff the Crime Dog. It's not a cat. Uh, it's fine. Uh, they were... <laughs> I read a bunch you of know, cats and cats and dogs are there, related so. through a common ancestor in the
3: forest. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot? No. Uh, anyway, the
2: bear is the um, all father of all felines and canines. I,
0: I gotta admit, I got in there. I was just like, I was kind of nervous because one of the things that uh, said what well, the advertiser said: sing and dance along with your favorite cats. I'm like, if this is filled with fans of the movie, I'm gonna be upset. Good news. There are no real fans of this movie, except for maybe female Alex. Uh, my sister was the last thing I did. This. She was texting me, Chris, I saw someone dress in a skin tight outfit as a cat. I, should I just turn around now? Uh, anyway, uh, they served alcoholic drinks in little bowls so you could lap it up Jeez like a cat. fucking Christ. Which so is, they do serve beer in yeah. hell. Folks, podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> we finally figured it out. Anyway, anyway, I have to admit, like, so we. One of the funniest things about the movie started before the movie even began was uh, uh, they showed uh, Cats was originally based on a musical, started by Andrew Lloyd Webber. They put a, a picture of Andrew Lloyd Webber on the screen, and at least three po- at least three people in the theater involuntarily, one of them was me, went, "Ew!" <laughs> 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 <'Cause> he's, <laughs> he's so fucking. Funny. Of course he is. He's a theater kid. <laughs> there's that too uh anyway yeah that dude's just dreadful i think one of the other ones was gabby who's again also very very drunk (laughs) anyway uh so the movie starts and there's like this this energy in the theater all of a sudden i knew oh this is going to be good this is going to be fucking good and uh, the first time you see robbie fairchild's face i it yelled a fuck because it's just so unsettling every single time
3: you, <laughs> fucking you, you, Yeah, I was going to say please call him by his jellical name.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh the, the, the whole thing, you know, Victoria the white cat gets dumped out onto the street and then all the cats are like looking around at her, and then it all escapes. So there's a brief moment of silence, and Josh brought the room to its knees when he's just uh, already a Already, <laughs> <laughs> this was his first time watching oh, the movie. You're a monster. Josh, yeah, Josh and I had 200 plus people packed, not a single spare seat. Oh. Josh and I had everyone in that theater Eating out of the palms of our hands We were just throwing out the best jokes Th- Solid third place, however To Gabriella DeCampo Who was literally screaming During the movie uh, Some of these lines And people were just in riotous laughter At some of the stuff that hey, she would say Hey, I, I've uh, actually had
3: the same experience with Josh Except it was the opposite Because he was doing that during Furious 7 About Paul Walker <laughs> 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 You're well, really, really bearing the lead on it being a sold-out,
2: cram-jam-packed auditorium to yell at cats. Well, the good
0: news is, well, that's the thing. It's like, I I definitely was nervous. I was like, what if these are a bunch of theater kids who are just like, oh, I actually love it. You know, it's fabulous. Oh, that's boy. not Then you all. can just put You're them really in a problem. trash can, a
3: dude. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like. The fucking uh the woman who presented it was dressed up in her skin tight like cat outfit or whatever she she went right up to the theater she's just like uh you got all these great actors and actresses ian mckellen dave Judy dench idris alba taylor swift i'm not gonna go through all of them uh, and she's like what could possibly go wrong and it was, i'm like okay thank goodness she's admitting this is not a good movie uh but uh yeah parker Skimble Shanks. I want to know about Josh seeing
2: Rebel Wilson for the first time. <laughs> That's all I want to um, know about,
0: buddy. I I think he was, I was it him or me who's just like, oh my god, she sings again. Does she ever? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex's theory is that Monka's trap like fucks, and Josh had to explain to her in detail. It's like, no, 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 no. In the cat's universe, in which Jason Derulo and Idris Alpha exist, there, no other male cat there fucks. It is simply not an option for them. <laughs> <laughs> they start doing a Joel voice and levitating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a, a very... <laughs> <laughs> add that to, to the, the list of songs boom. that
2: keep coming up on the show <laughs> <laughs> no
0: i i got the uh i got the other one uh, actually that's in the list of songs that keep coming up in the show and i will Tugger, get to that. At some please
3: point. don't whatever you do do not do 9-11 <laughs> where <laughs> is campbell shanks
1: <laughs>
0: Skimble? Where is Skimble?
2: <laughs> we got Skimble Shanks on the oh phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite... Oh, God. I'm, I'm trying to think of
0: like all the all the Gabby references. I think one of my favorite one was uh, in McKellen's on screen. So you know we have to do some Gandalf jokes, right? And after the third Gandalf joke, Gabby yells, doesn't have to say, just yells out, wait, that's Gandalf? Uh, but even better, I think was... Uh, you know the song Memories? Oh uh, yeah, I've uh, heard of it. It is the it is the third, the third version of this song in this movie. They sing it the third time and Gabby yells out,
2: wait, that song is from this movie? Gabby's powerful brain combined with alcohol and <laughs> Not retarded though. <laughs> yeah. You it, should it may, be a prison in prison for putting environment.
0: Because the second time they sing "Memories," I was singing it like Tom Waits sings "Come on Up to the House." I was like,
1: "Memories." <laughs> a reference that, of course,
2: we is all so get. Bad. I know who Tom Waits well, is. I know. Thank <laughs> it's you.
0: Such a specific song. <laughs> I well, it's because well, the other one that he kind of talks like this. That one he's just. Oh like, no, wait. I don't know of a difference. Uh, just Tom
3: Waits always sounds the same to me.
0: Yeah, oh, well, anyway, uh, we had a really, really good time. Will I ever watch it again? No. Well, uh, you're, you're th- that. yeah,
3: give it a month and a half. We're all young. Plenty of years
2: ahead. We don't have much going on here.
3: <laughs> you got nothing. Now uh, that, now that we're in Prohibition too. you to go to an underground movie theater <laughs> to see cats. So i right. Nick Love to watch the
2: cats sing and dance. <laughs> Okay, Alex, what did you (laughs) All Alright,
3: so I'm going to start off with a movie that I believe Parker talked about a couple weeks ago. So, especially now that, you know, Hollywood is shut down and stuff, boy, I'm not going to see a better movie this year than VFW, am I? Oh my god, dude, it's so good! Oh man, did you get to see it in the theater? I did not see it in the theater. It It was not playing anywhere near me, but... Fuck me, what a good movie. That movie is exactly what it says it is,
2: and nothing
3: else. If you want to watch a bunch of old dudes, just fucking murder people. So, I disagree. Like, I actually think it's so much more than that. I think this movie is so creative in, like, the way way that it's structured and the way it parallels war movies while being about this, you know, hall full of war vets, you know, just, like, fighting off these cross punks, like... It did so much for me, like, because, you know, obviously the movie is, like, super, super dope, oh and, like, my God, you, could just, so good. you could just, you could just, you just watch them in that fucking red and blue neon environment, just beat the shit out of people, like, and that's enough, like, I think there's actually, like, a real, really good movie that's, like, a layer underneath that, that, like fuck man like i like, like i actually don't know that i'm gonna see something better than that when true. that movie starts
2: I, with just a neon text crawl about a super drug taking over the world with scent cold hype yeah just oh, digging fuck. my nails in, like fuck yeah dude i'm yours for 90 minutes and you see they take the hype and they just start murdering each other correct oh my
3: god i'm i'm out. i want to watch that again real bad that's so fucking good i do too but like i want to watch it on like a nicer tv because like the fact that the movie is so grimy-looking is part of the appeal, but also, like, I want that blown out in 4K. Like, oh, God, the grime is so good. So the same thing with his last movie, Bliss, where it was, like, all filmed
2: on shitty, like, 30-millimeter film. So it's all grimy, but also this beautiful blue and red light. God, I'm getting so hyped up again. I'm start pacing around the room thinking about it. God, it's so Dude, from Cheers, so just straight fucking up good. fucking murking these crust punks.
3: Also, shouts out to the... Uh... The um the Karate Kid guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. for uh just doing his absolute best, John Travolta in this movie. It's so good. He, it, it, I love that is... everyone's
2: a name, and then also the dude from Cobra Kai. And you know what? <laughs> That's fine.
3: It's absolutely Look, fine with me. I, I like the way he's talking. It's like, fuck, man, how much Travolta has this guy watched? Because it was <laughs> so on point. Like, I, I was, I was very happy. I was tickled pink watching this movie. VFW is. It's so fucking good.
2: Like, if that is your kind of movie, you will have a fantastic time. You'll know within ten minutes if it's your kind of movie or not. Correct. And it if, is like the if best you're into it, like, yeah. just fucking strap in. You're not leaving the house anyways. Get some Postmates and just watch so much murder.
3: God, what a good movie. I, I cannot say enough good things about it. I was really pleased. And now for a movie that I have less good things to say about... Uh-oh. Parker, thank you for man's best friend. <laughs> Look, you want to talk about the taser scene for 20 minutes? Because I sure do. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Take it away. <laughs> so, dude, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's gone from my memory. I just remember how much slow motion there is and how every single time someone misbehaves against the dog, you know, like, well, they're going to get murdered in <laughs> brutal fashion while Lance Hendrickson walks around in denim. He has
3: <laughs> so much denim. He's so cool. This movie is like so close to being something that's super, super dope. Especially right now that it's 2020 and we have the advent of the dog pill, which makes this movie <laughs> extra hilarious. If you don't know what the dog pill is, just crack open incognito mode. <laughs> But unfortunately Rather than being able to drag itself across the finish line And have me go Actually dude you guys gotta see this movie There is a dog rape scene set to puppy love
2: So Then the fucking end of the movie is Surprise she had puppies Like oh we're acknowledging it again Yeah it just (laughs) That dog spends five minutes trying to break into that house Like no you don't
3: understand She has to get the dog pill And she does Thanks, movie. It's just one of the people I was watching that, like, as credits roll, looks at me and goes, Well, I can never listen to that song again. (laughs) And that's basically how I feel.
2: (laughs) it is but an like, experience that you'll never forget no matter how also, much
3: Also also the whole you know the whole conceit of the movies it's this, it's this dog whose DNA has been spliced with all of nature's greatest predators so it has acid piss and can turn invisible like a chameleon
2: <laughs> and it's real cool like the movie sucks but also Lance Henriksen just makes a Jurassic Park dinosaur but a dog <laughs> it's incredibly good he makes a fucking basset hound xenomorph that just murders people for like an hour God bless Lance Hendrickson, who's just walking around very upset that they let his baby <laughs> loose, as it just wreaks havoc on this picket fence ass just the
3: hole that just keeps cutting back to Lance Henriksen. No, you don't understand. His brain is destabilizing. We have to stop him. Like... No, we just need to shoot it. Oh, he pisses acid. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's it's unclear which genetic splice that was, but you know what? I'm just going to go with it. It's fine. When
2: you're 20 minutes in your movie about a dog and you just get computer screens showing a bunch of different animals, it's a real like, okay, what do you got, movie? What, do, what are we yeah. doing here? What do we yeah. got? Let's go on?
3: <laughs> Fucking starts like 28 days later, but somehow ends so much worse. That movie is a trip into the internet away from being an episode, so. God. Oh, if only. Oh, well. T- <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the internet. <laughs> oh, boy, will we? So have either of you guys ever seen a movie called Nighthawks?
0: Wait, let me look this
3: up. Parker, did I did I recommend that for a future episode at some point? This sounds familiar. Let me Google this. I,
0: haven't, I, I don't think I've seen it, but uh, I think okay. I did recommend it for a future episode. Okay, let me
3: give you the setup. Oh, wow, it's a cast list. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I'm so sad that you're seeing this before I explain it to you. Oh my but goodness. But at least I have the element of surprise for the listeners. So our oh, first boy. scene, you know, it's, it's bombed out New York in the 80s. You know, it's after dark. It's like it's like woman in, in her shawl was like slowly walking down the street and all these punks come up to try to rob her. You know, they're like, "Hey lady, give me your purse." Lady doesn't respond. I'm like, "Come on, lady, like we're not fucking around. Give me your purse." So they go up and they grab her and spin her around and the shawl falls off and it's sliced alone. I could not be more in this now, moment. You have to realize this movie came out in 1981. So Sliced Alone's hair is at its biggest and poofiest point. <laughs> this is like smack in the middle of Rocky Two and Rocky Three. Like he's at the peak of his powers, and he just—it is just like bordering on Pompadour. It is huge. So he starts fighting these guys, but you know he's a cop. He's undercover, so naturally his partner's right around the corner who comes to help him. Out around the corner runs one Billy D. Williams. I have to watch who this helps, fucking movie, dude. <laughs> who helps him beat up these punks in the street. Now, this is, you know, like... This is still in the era where, like, the main characters in movies are, like, basically fucking superheroes in a lot of ways. So we yeah, have Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone looking like that, who is, like, the greatest undercover detective in the city and repeatedly goes undercover in all these other places. Which... All right, fine. I'll suspend my belief for a, as a second. Little old lady. <laughs> he's also an expert helicopter pilot. All right, fine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And we'll come back to this in a second. But he's also like an elite, like police sketch artist. Somehow, <laughs> it's just like every fucking police character is rolled into Sly Stallone. Now, the premise of this movie is that our bad guy, an international terrorist, played by Rutger Hauer. Is on the outs with the world's terrorists. Why, you ask? Well, you see, he did too much terror, and now the other terrorists don't trust him. He is too (laughs) good at being a terrorist.
2: You know, I spent most of my childhood thinking, like, everyone says the 80s is so great, that's just because they were kids. No, they were right, man. The 80s are fucking incredible. At some
3: point during this movie, I sent a message to someone that was basically like, if I could go back in time... And, like start my life at any point i would just like live through the 10 years of the 80s over and over and over until i eventually died because <laughs> fuck man because like this really is it's like a bombed out new york movie there's scenes where they like run through like steel mills where they're spark showering down like it's fucking terminator like it's just oh it's it's got that feel to it well anyway it might that I understand. That
2: super important that Sylvester still name is deke De silva that is correct god i've <laughs> you guys so So i can't believe that
0: pokemon only lets you get seven characters for your name
3: so there's this you know hoity-toity british international terrorism expert that decides to pick the best and the brightest out of the new york police department sliced alone and billy d williams get picked up by this guy in the middle of a bust so the guys just get away because of course why wouldn't they and you know he's training them he's like you don't understand this guy's not like a regular criminal and Billy D. Williams at one point is like, isn't this the job for the FBI? You know, correctly so. And they're like, no, we need you guys. You're the best and the brightest, whatever. So they're going through this briefing about how, you know, he he had plastic surgery and they don't really know what he looks like. And they, all, they have all these, like, composite sketches that they hand out. They're explaining, you know, all the tactics that need to be done to stop this guy. At this point, and I had to pause the movie, I was laughing so hard. Sylvester Stallone raises his hand and says... God damn it, I didn't join the force to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> the 80's fucking it's fucking amazing. His fatal flaw as a police officer in this movie is that he doesn't want to do murders. So anyway. Man, the second hardest laugh is clicking
2: like, oh, who's the female lead and seeing her credit as being the bionic woman? <laughs> 80s fucking own, dude. Yeah. So, you know,
3: uh, Sly and Billy D are out on the town. We get a club scene in this movie, which, because it's yeah. 1981, is in a disco club, oh which is Ooh. the coolest way to do a club scene, just for the record. They're looking around in this club while Brown Sugar plays in its entirety. <clears throat>
0: It's not a four-minute song. Correct.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, legitimately, I'm not exaggerating. It plays in its entirety. They look across the bar and see Rutger Hauer talking to some stewardess. Sly Stallone pulls out his police sketch, shows his partner. He's like, like, all right, hey, hey, take this sketch. And, like, starts erasing things, like, drawing glasses on it, like, moving things around. He's like, yeah, and then, then you move this over here and you stretch out his cheeks a bit. And doesn't it look just like that guy? Stretch stretch out his cheeks. He's doing like the Mario 64 yes. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but like with a fucking sketch pad in the middle of this dark ass <laughs> club. And Billy D. Williams goes, well, I think so. Could be him. So Sliced Alone puts on his sunglasses to get a better look at him. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. God damn it. It's so, 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 so fucking cool. We Guys. uh, you know, he they, they chase him around for a while. We get the scene where there's the the, like, gondola heading over across, like, one of the rivers in New York that's in at least three different Bond movies. Who knows which came first? But, you know. <laughs> if, if you've seen, like, any Roger Moore movie, you can probably picture what I'm talking about. Where, like, yeah. there's hostages in the thing, and Slice Balloon jumps in, blah, 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 whatever. We get to our climactic scene where uh, Rutger Hauer thinks he's evaded the cops. Go- he goes into this house, walks up to the second floor... <laughs> like, turns the corner, sees this woman staring looking out the window, goes, oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to bother you, you know, approaches her because she's not saying anything and then they reuse the gag from the beginning of the movie where it's Sylvester Stallone in a wig <laughs> they have a I fight know, that's,
0: a, that's a disguise in every single undercover
3: <laughs> they have a fight Rucker Hauer gets thrown out the window has an incredible death scream hits the ground credits immediately roll I can't
0: believe I did an episode on Resident Evil Six instead of this, guys. You guys, you
2: know what I, I love recording this. I look forward to it every week. I desperately wish I was watching this movie
3: instead of this right now. Yeah, That's good news, buddy. As far as I know, it's still on Netflix. Oh my, God. Oh, Netflix? They... You say? Okay, well, making like I had had this on my hard drive for a couple months and was like, you know what? I want to lay on the couch and just chill out and just decided yeah. to check to see if it was streaming, and boy, was it. What,
2: what what a fucking movie, you can enjoy spending the rest of the night just imagining the old lady from Don't Look Now, but it's Sylvester Stallone.
3: <laughs> it is so good. I'm so excited. Like, as I watched it, in my brain I was like, this has gotta be episode worthy. And the next day I woke up and went, dude, you were really high last night. Maybe it wasn't. Like, let's just, let's play it by ear on that one. The way you described it to me. everything I said is accurate. When you said Parker, Billy D.
2: Williams. Like the fact that you had to second guess yourself. (laughs) Come on, buddy. Well he did say he was high, maybe it was somebody else.
3: No, no, it was Billy D. I am I was not that high. Uh, Anthony Anderson. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Now Parker. Parker, 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 Parker. I'll hit me, I'm ready. Buddy. I am staring you directly in the face as I say this. Have you ever seen a movie called Bones? Oh, buddy. It has been a long time, but so, So for Chris and the Uninformed, allow me to set this up. Oh, man. Allow me to set this up for you.
2: Oh, mercy, I'm getting the vapors.
3: (laughs) So... I'm going to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So picture this. We have a flashback to start the movie. It's 1979. We're in this, uh, you know, this like up and coming black neighborhood. We uh, we have this pimp walking around named Jimmy Bones. He's like a philanthropic, you know, guy. He's giving out cash to the people. His girlfriend, Pam Greer, is there, you know, like he's just like this, you know, man about town running the streets, you know, but everybody likes him. He's a good guy. So, he goes to do this deal with some guys that, you know, he doesn't really know. His best buddy sets him up with them. And these guys want him to sell crack in the neighborhood. And he's like, nah, man, I'm not about that. I'm happy with this. You know, I'm not trying to get people hooked on things. So, of course, they murder him. They murder him, and they bury him in the bottom of his house. Fast forward to present day. The neighborhood that was once thriving is now a decrepit ghetto. And the only building standing on this street is the house that once belonged to Jimmy Bones. For reasons that will be explained later. These two douchey white dudes, driving a Viper, come into the hood to buy crack. Are they bumping Eminem? You bet they are.
2: Of course. Man, this takes me back. This is like early, early Netflix streaming days, man. Yeah. This does sound like something Parker would enjoy. Oh, buddy. So. Just you
3: wait. (laughs) Just you wait. So, you know, they're doing this deal. As they go away to get their drugs. Like, the guy hears his car alarm go off. like, what the fuck, man? They're fucking with my car. So they run back around. There's a police cruiser coming down the street. Like, shit, shit, man. We gotta hide. So they hide in the old decrepit haunted mansion. Where there is a demon dog that devours them alive. Now, I know what you're thinking. How are these things related? I am getting to that. (laughs) So, fast forward a little bit further. There's this group of young kids... They, uh, they buy the old property, old Jimmy Bones' old house, and they want to open a nightclub there. So they go in, you know, and they're, they're getting it all cleaned up, because it is, like, rundown. It is, like, you know, think, like, most haunted-ass mansion you can possibly think of. Cobwebs and broken shit, and... But, like, as they're walking around, you know, there's, like, weird, like, things on the walls that look like people's heads coming out, and, like, a face appearing to yell things at them. Now... This ghost face is, of course, the face of Jimmy Bones, who is buried in the house, but I've buried the lead on this (laughs) intentionally because the actor playing one Jimmy Bones and also all of the ghost faces and ghost apparitions throughout this movie is one Snoop Dogg. Oh, I remember so like you get... year
2: one of Netflix <laughs> streaming, seeing this and be like, "Well, oh, I have to watch this."
3: You get, you get Snoop Dogg's ghostly face and distorted voice just yelling at motherfuckers to get out of his house. Um, Pam Greer, who is like still living on the block, is like this psychic who keeps just coming up the house, and be like, "You guys got to get out of the house. I don't know why you guys are still in the house. You got to get out of the house." <laughs> and their club opens the demon dog who they've been taken care of comes back because you see this is the point where we find out that somehow the demon dog is directly linked to jimmy bones and the only way to bring jimmy bones back from the dead is for the demon dog to eat a lot of meat
2: (laughs) this movie's so good
3: So the demon dog murders one of the guys in the crew. Jimmy Bones comes back to life. The demon dog then explodes into maggots, which (laughs) rummage throughout the club, chasing everybody outside. The club catches on fire, and Jimmy Bones appears in the doorway because he's back and he's here for revenge. So he hunts down all the people that betrayed him, the first two guys he gets to he cuts off their heads and carries them around idle hand style while they just quip at each other Yes, (laughs) because of course they do I'm
2: so excited to watch Bones again you guys (laughs) the last guy
3: he goes to get revenge on who is the kids from the beginning's dad who is doing the most Mr. Rockmore ass fucking (laughs) role that you could possibly imagine gets kidnapped and Jimmy Bones tortures him by waterboarding him but not with water. By shoving his face into the shadow realm, where it just gets touched by dead people, and then pulling him back out. <laughs> because at this point, it's revealed that actually there are two universes: the universe of the living and the universe of the dead, and that Jimmy Bones is a conduit between them. <laughs> Yugi boy.
0: Oh my god! So <laughs> Jimmy Bones
3: <laughs> plays dungeon dice monsters. <laughs> now, Chris, is this making any sense to you?
0: Well, look, I've seen
3: the one, so yes, <laughs> good because like six of us were watching it. And, like all of us, were like yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Eventually, our lead and his girlfriend, who is Jimmy Bones' long lost daughter, are just running around the shadow realm version of this house trying to get out. Pam Greer realizes that the only way to stop him is to destroy any article that has his blood on it, which means the dress that she's wearing. So she lights herself on fire to save everybody else.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: They get out. They're standing outside the house like, ah oh, man, I can't believe we made it. Guy turns around and then Jimmy Bones' daughter also explodes into maggots in credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the most dumb, incomprehensible things that I've ever seen from, by the way, the esteemed director of Surviving the Game. <laughs> I was
2: just about to mention. Oh, uh, friend of the show, Surviving the Game, and also Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Two certified real-deal bangers. I'm, Dude. I'm a thousand percent <laughs> like, watching Bones this week.
3: I had no doubt that you had seen this before, <laughs> but also, like, man. Like, God, <laughs> that is
2: old school. Like, when Party Watch <laughs> is just a fucking nightmare of C-tier movies you never heard of.
3: I uh, don't know Tasting how back. we didn't watch this together back then. But... I, I, w-
2: I would bet a thousand dollars we stopped on it like 40 times and went, Ah, and then someone said no.
3: Yeah, that's that's that sounds like uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> but at least we watch Kangaroo Jack and the Gay and Breakfast of Terror five in the morning. <laughs> now I have one more movie to talk about with you guys. Did Chris... you watch Nibbler? Chris, no, next week. I've mm. next week. It's 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 coming. I'm not avoiding it. I just there were things that I needed to watch, such <laughs> as. This something about stock I have been made most of the movies you
0: listed there, it's not <laughs> worth
3: watching. Now, Chris, buddy, I'm gonna say something that you're not gonna believe coming from me. Uh-oh. We need more Boston movies. Uh, well, <laughs> I've been trying to convince you guys. <laughs> so our boy Marky Mark had a movie drop on the Netflix oh, this week. Fuck, I forgot! Shit little movie called Spencer Confidential. Oh, his goddamn. latest collaboration with Peter Berg. Oh, thank yes.
2: you. When that trailer autoplayed, and it's just him sitting down talking to Post Malone in prison, I I knew I had to text you immediately. That is the first scene of the movie.
3: Oh, fuck yes. Naturally. Where Post Malone and his Aryan Brotherhood boys shank Marky Mark on his way out of prison. God, I should have fucking watched this. I really biffed it. You see, Marky Mark is an ex-cop that, uh went to jail for beating the shit out of one of his supervisors or superiors or fucking whatever. He gets out, but, you know, he's just, he's an agent for good. Everybody in prison's like, you gotta leave, man, you gotta leave, you know? And he's like, all right, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna go drive trucks in Arizona, it's fine, I'm out now, like, I don't want anything to do with this, I'm done. But then he sees something on the news about, you know, one of his old partners who died under mysterious circumstances, and he's just gotta investigate, because he can't help himself. Now... I'm not going to ruin too much of this movie because this is new and this is fresh and you guys are going to watch it. But there are some things I need to tell you about, such as Chris, you're an expert on dad rock, right? Yes. You've heard it all. (laughs) How long would you say is Boston's foreplay a long time? Oh, that's at least
0: seven minutes, right?
3: I hope you're ready to hear all seven minutes of it at the beginning of this movie.
0: Uh, Oh boy. It was made for me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But that is, that's not all the dad rock we have. Chris, what if I told you there's a fight scene in this movie choreographed to Sweet Caroline? <laughs> oh, never mind. Now, I may, now I'm out. That
2: <laughs> look, I believe you, but also that cannot be that,
0: real. That is the worst thing about Boston. <laughs> Second worst is racism. So,
3: uh, yeah. It's, well, literally it, it, <laughs> it is aggressively Boston. It is so ba, Boston. Ba, ba. And this is this is a movie where Mark Wahlberg gets the absolute shit kicked out of him for two hours
2: okay all right we'll talk it is you
3: know it is a peter burke movie so you know it's it's gonna be if nothing else at least watchable yeah we we have our you know our cast of heroes including his uncle question mark played by alan arkin who was just like crotchety old man (laughs) fuck sure whatever (laughs) And also, the dude who played the dad in Us is, like, his, like, you know, big beefy sidekick because Alan Arkin is renting Mark Wahlberg's old room to him, and so they're just roommates, and that's why they're friends? I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's not important. What is important is that at one point in this movie, Mark Wahlberg drives a semi-truck through a bunch of SUVs, destroying them all. You know, no CGI, just fucking rams right through them. Fuck yeah. This sounds really good. It's it's super dope. We get, you know, the bad guys get their comeuppance. We get the scene afterwards where our boys are in the hospital, you know, nursing their wounds. As, like, the fade comes up in the hospital, you hear the first bars of sweet emotion start playing.
2: Oh, God. Because of
3: course you do. So yeah. next week's
2: episode?
3: Or what are we doing here? We're doing that. He gets okay, out, fair. like like he gets out of the hospital, you know. And he's got this on again, off again thing with this crazy Boston lady. As they just like yell and scream at how much they hate each other, and then they fuck. Like that's like their whole dynamic. And the word lobster with an A H appears in giant <laughs> block letters on the screen. Fuck,
2: God, I love Peterberg so much, dude. He's <laughs> making so cool. fun of my culture
3: here. Correct.
2: <laughs> you guys,
3: there is unfortunate. Unfortunately, no Dropkick Murphys in this movie, but oh,
0: then it's not really a Boston movie. Well,
3: if if that's the standard, buddy, it is the standard. <laughs> <laughs> what Darn. I'm Darn. saying, Darn. F- flogging Molly's songs, isn't this good enough? <laughs> what I'm saying is that Boston movies are actually good, and oh, y'all what? should watch them. If you're if you've enjoyed any of the other like Mark Wahlberg, Peter Berg trash, like you will enjoy every second of this. It was the kind of movie where like similar to what we're gonna say with Bloodshot like the movie's like an hour 45 and like you look at it and go there's no fucking way this movie should be that long and then like the first time you check the time in the movie and be like I wonder how long it's been there's like 15 minutes left and you're like oh cool (laughs) alright it's (laughs) you could do worse with your time thank you Netflix thank you for giving us this gift as we are all like prevented from going out into the world thank you now Parker what did you watch
2: oh buddy let's see I'll skip around here. We have to talk about this. So, I watched Terminator 2 for the first time in many, many years. So, look, I still stand by Terminator 1, I prefer. Oh. But that doesn't mean Terminator 2 isn't also perfect. <laughs> like, if that uh, was there are, there are moments so fucking where good.
0: When he reloads that shotgun while riding a motorcycle. Watching him
2: use that gun makes me feel things deep in my body. I'm not even perfect. a gun person, but it makes me quiver. Yeah.
0: Parker, could you please describe (laughs) his friend at the
2: beginning of the movie? Dude, watching that fucking kid, just this real-life Beavis and Butthead character that walked into the fucking chalk zone, just (laughs) robbing an ATM, hopping on the back of his moped, and then riding off to the arcade while Guns N' Roses plays. Like I felt this deep longing that will go unquenched for the rest of my life. Just this sensation of I want to go back there. <laughs> Take know, me, like, Lord. That should have been me. <laughs> Take me back to the early '90s. Let me rock that. One of the most powerful mullets
3: I've ever seen. It also. is the
0: most. <laughs> it is like so very clearly. This is my mullet.
3: This is for fun. He is here it strong oh like Samson. To have that much hair. It yeah. is so powerful. <laughs>
2: like, and I forgot that he literally like they're in the arcade and the T1000 just facepalm. His entire hand on his face shoves him out of frame, and then he's never seen again for the next <laughs> two hours and 25 minutes. It's, inc- it's really good. But yeah, like, hey guys, spoilers. James Cameron's really good at making movies. Sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, Terminator 2 yeah. is great. Yeah. You know what's not great? is Terminator Dark Fate, which I watched oh, three no. weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Look, anyone who cared about that movie saw it, so I'm going to talk spoilers. I want to talk about how goddamn funny the opening scene is. <laughs> Where CGI Lyndall Hamilton and CGI little teenage Eddie Furlong are just hanging out on vacation. And then CGI all comes up and just shotguns Eddie Furlong in the face. That's how the fucking movie starts. He just fucking double taps this child and is like alright guys, now back to present day. You're just supposed to be okay with that. They literally said, no, the sequels don't matter, just to murder that child. (laughs) It's worth it. Look, like, the movie's whatever. Like, I had rock-bottom expectations. It was fine. Me and a friend, we were drinking, watching it, it was fine. Like, no sequels, every single sequel after 2 is just Terminator 2, but worse. Just to varying degrees, so like, it's whatever. Like there's worse ways to waste your time. But if you have no interest, don't bother. There's nothing else going to be like say, it's not going to say anything new. It is a movie that we watched because it was at Redbox and neither of us had seen it. Let me talk Who to you. Who died for this. to give you that movie? You know, Chris, there's an epidemic that some might say <laughs> could be oh, late. How many... <laughs>
0: you got, like, one of those, like, you go to
2: a vetting machine, you get unlimited Diet Cokes or whatever. <laughs> Just I'm... me running Dark Fate and eating Little Caesars as, like, yeah. some scientist in China drops a vial.
3: look the 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 meme of like the the dominoes going up with the last domino being coronavirus like the first one changing i don't think i've laughed harder at any of those than the one that's uh papa john admits that he didn't eat the 40 pizzas in 30 days (laughs) we are truly living in the day of reckoning god bless him
2: oh my god i forgot to watch this so uh chris remember i told you that uh pokemon mewtwo strikes back evolution went straight to netflix Oh, oh wait, a retelling of Pokemon the first movie. Hey Chris, uh, you remember how you felt about the Lion King? Yeah. That was just the same movie, but an ugly CGI. Yeah. So next on the list, I say it's the same movie. It's beat like I thought it'd be similar. It's it's beat for beat. It's the exact oh, same movie, no. but you don't get that Minnesota Vikings joke. So like, literally, what's the what, point? What the? F- yeah. Exactly. Like I got I nothing out that. of it. But my girlfriend, she had super religious parents, so she wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon as a kid. So it was all new to her, so she had a good time. So whatever. You know, wasn't a total wasted evening. But yeah, like, if you grew up watching those as a kid, there's absolutely nothing there for you. All of the humans have deader eyes than usual. And it's just ugly-ass CGI. It's It doesn't need to exist, but that's fine. Now, I want to talk about Law Abiding Citizen for about 45 minutes. <laughs> but also... That's guaranteed to be an episode, so I don't want to say too much. Okay, we'll okay. keep that in mind. Like, I remember it coming out. I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, like, that looks fucking stupid. I should see this. And for some reason or another, it just eluded me. I don't know how. I finally watched
3: it this week. Holy <laughs> shit. Gerard is... Butler is a national treasure.
2: Like, reading the trivia that him and Jamie Foxx's roles originally switched sent me down a spiral that i have not recovered from yet jamie fox instead being the crazy guy in prison by the way describing gerard butler as the master sociopath tinkerer is the funniest <laughs> thing i've ever heard <laughs> like y'all know me i watch a lot of horror movies like a lot like so many i don't even bring most of them up on here alex that scene in the prison where he stabbed yeah. that dude It's bloodier than anything I've watched in the last like two months. It is so fucking grotesquely violent. That movie is like seven different stupid good movies, and then the ending is terrible. I (laughs) that is going to be a good episode whenever that happens. I could. I want to. So, which of us is going
3: to watch Inside Man instead?
2: (laughs) Man, cut that, cut that. They can't know about this. giving. That's a good call. uh, copyright us. Okay, so yeah, well that on a later date that will be a three hour episode. Oh boy. So I watched a Stephen King film called Secret Window, which is one oh, of fuck. the fuck funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Cause I knew it was about Johnny Depp as this writer. I did not realize that the man who came up who came up to his house claiming that Johnny Depp stole the story was John Turturro doing a southern accent for the entire movie. Oh my god. John Turturro from deep Mississippi talking like this the entire movie. It is so goddamn funny. Like, the movie sucks. The twist sucks. The ending sucks. But every time he walks into frame wearing... He's dressed like a fucking Amish pilgrim. And he talks like this the entire movie. And he has all these old Mississippi sayings. It's... Honest to God, if nothing makes, if anything makes me laugh harder than John Turturro, the rest of this year it'll be a great year because it's one of <laughs> the worst performances I've ever seen in my life. Seeing like this man that was just like spawned out of Brooklyn try and affect this Southern accent and, and get these old timey pearls of wisdom to Johnny Depp with a blonde dyed bowl cut and cool guy glasses it is
0: it's cool guy
2: it is an immaculate 90
3: minutes i love so much that movie came out in what like oh three oh four yeah and it is i i can still vividly see johnny depp's face in the trailers and that because of that fucking stupid look he had
2: (laughs) you can just tell those like hey uh johnny want to cut your hair oh he said no all right roll (laughs) he's just it is the shittiest 2004 dyed blonde streaks guy I'm so excited to assign that to someone because it sucks. <laughs> so fucking bad. Alright, two more things here. So, I decided just because I'm not an original person to do what everyone else is doing and watch Contagion because uh, yeah. Soderbergh makes good movies. Well, that was a fucking nightmare of a movie. I was like, yeah. hey, that's what everyone else is doing. Let me put this on in like 45 minutes and I'm like, oh fuck, this stuff's gonna happen. We're all gonna fucking die, dude. We're all gonna fucking die and it's gonna go just like this. Like near panic attack levels thanks thanks you thank you great director for just making this dry clinical nightmare just the most matter of fact like and uh yeah it's probably how like a million people are gonna die fuck you I really wish he made more movies I truly do he put out like two or three last
3: year that's not like, enough what do you want from them? he'll
2: just he'll just like disappear go like I'm gonna retire and then he'll just disappear and then he'll go I made this weird movie that eight people saw Did you watch The Nick?
3: I I always wanted to I never got to Now now that we all have infinite time You should watch The Nick I don't have infinite time yet You're going to I know, I can't wait Look, Steven Soderbergh and Clive Owen Skip, you know I'm passionate about Clive Owen And the what could have been career Clive Owen as a drug addict in the 1890s Is very powerful shit
2: Big shout out to Gwyneth Paltrow being like top build and then five minutes in going like oh shit, okay. Alright, movie, what are we doing here? In <laughs> the last one. Because Leprechaun sucks so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's Like every year on this time I get a little nostalgic. Because like thinking about movies like Leprechaun is like the most glaring one, but like it just reminds me of just being a fat little Pepe, just in like early mid 2000s on summer break just like flipping through and this is the shit that's on like the sci-fi channel in the middle of the day cause it's like there's no blood in it you just like take out a couple of f-bombs throw some commercials in and they can just run it at 2 in the afternoon and no one's gonna be upset so like it takes me back to this like happier time when it didn't have to work or be an adult and then every time I put it on by like 20 minutes I'm like oh fuck man this is a mistake and they all get so much worse immediately afterwards <laughs> It is the most wretched franchise, top to bottom. I mean, that being said... And there's like the, nine of them now. No,
0: the first movie, I do appreciate Jennifer Aniston is like so clearly like... I think this is definitely before Friends, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And she is so clearly like leagues ahead of everyone else as an actress. It's kind of fun to see, you know? It's just like, oh, wow. She she was a star before she was a star, you know? Uh, also Warwick Davis. We should make
3: him watch Halloween 6. <laughs>
0: You oh. don't have that power. But that's always that's
3: always in the cards. Nah, don't it you really worry. isn't? But uh, now, uh it's really good, Paul rubber oh, Yeah. Buddy. How,
0: how, what did you think of Nibbler? Oh, wait, you didn't actually watch
3: it. No. anyway, but I'm not assigning you yeah, anything. Sure. I'm just putting it out there in the it's ether. Not going to happen. Anyway, yeah. So it takes I'm happy. two, baby. <laughs> that
0: oh, that two, movie baby. again, Parker. I texted you about it. So it's, it's just the line little girls shouldn't look for four-leaf clovers. I'm like, is that like an old adage or something? Like, what
2: does that even mean? There was definitely Nobody knows a moment. What it means, but it's provocative. <laughs> Where I was like, well, this is almost over. I paused it and just let out. Just this, oh, just <laughs> this upset and always like, fuck, man. How is there still a whole act of this? Movie <laughs> Why is he shining all these fucking shoes? I think it's, it's- like a racist thing. It's... Every year, I'll, f- I'll fucking do it again next year, and 20 minutes in, I'll be like, man, this fucking sucks. Why'd I do this? Like, like I'll watch, like, a couple of them, because the version we have, like, it has Leprechaun 1 and 2 on the same disc. Like, oh, sick, i don't have to get up. We'll just see and watch them both. <laughs> At the end of 1, it was like, oh. hey, let's do anything else. I'm gonna go walk this trash down. I'll be back. <laughs> like, just ruined my fucking night. Just the worst. Like, top to bottom, like... Hellraiser's got, like, two good movies, and that turns into an absolute goddamn nightmare of a series. Leprechaun from the beginning, just... Look, if you like it, that's cool. But also... Go fuck yourself. Fuck, man. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I've never been less surprised than to read that it was supposed to be, like, a Goosebumps four kids thing, and they're like, hey, we should put some blood in this, because, boy, it's like 85 minutes of a shitty kids' horror movie, and then, like... What if he just pogo stick that guy to oh, death? Jesus I don't know. Fuck what go-kart? if he just chased this guy in the woods for like eight minutes? Man, that movie sucks. Let's talk about a movie that doesn't suck and is actually very good, extremely good. <laughs> okay, uh, two to two to one. Yeah, baby. let's uh, Especially <laughs> I let's talk about
0: Bloodshot. So, uh, Parker. You actually recommended this, Alex didn't? Because yeah, it's a fucking right. comic book movie, right off the bat, Parker. Wait a second, I don't want credit for this pa- anymore, Parker. Have you, <laughs> Parker, have you read the little picture book for babies that this is based on?
2: I hadn't even heard of it. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know I I what the fuck a valiant
0: if you go to comic the, the trivia. Apparently, the comic book that this is based on is super popular. Oh, word? I, Take your I word wouldn't word.
3: know. I I don't talk to any people to read comics. So.
2: Chris, <laughs> anyone can add trivia. Yeah, yeah. I hate to break it to so you. So right off the bat,
0: uh, this starts with um, our good friend Vin Diesel is, um, I guess, a marine the show. in the Middle East, and he has to break oh the This movie would
3: be so much better with John Cena. I have to, I have to <sighs> tell you,
0: this right off the bat kind of feels like a Lance Henriksen directed DVD movie, which means I'm in. But, like, still. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he, <plans> he <laughs> kills the bad guy terrorist uh, by using his super smarts. And then we cut to, I guess, it's Italy. And it's like one of those pictures of Italy. It's like, oh, all those buildings are probably going to wash away into the sea if it crumbles just a little bit. So uh, careful there, guys. And he makes love to a beautiful woman.
3: Well, if Italy's known for one thing, it's their infrastructure. Right, so. yeah.
0: So, uh, <laughs> anyway, he makes love to a beautiful woman. Then he wakes up, and she's kidnapped. And, uh, oh wait, actually I skipped something. So I think it's when he gets, he gets back before the Italy scene. He gets back from killing the bad guys and he meets up with all his little Marine buddies who never come back. And he comes up to them, he's like, no mission too difficult, no mission too great. And everyone salutes and says, duty first. And then there's some awkward silence and they don't know what to say and he just walks away. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, so he made
2: <laughs> this movie having the nerve to start out the cold open. That's just, hey, y'all ever play Call of Duty? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> it's that, yeah. so, so cool. Yeah. What, a, what a, yeah. Music.
0: Anyway, so he wakes up, his girlfriend's gone, and uh, he gets uh, knocked out by one of the terrorists, and he is tied to a chair. Parker, <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have heard many songs on this podcast many songs have gone in and out of our brains and they've sort of stuck with us I would certainly say um, uh, Bodies uh, has certainly been one of them I would say that the uh, whatever that "Uwa" sound is from "Town uh, <laughs> with the Sickness, with the sickness thank you. come on uh, the so, Sol Bossa Nova from Austin Powers of course uh, <laughs> shipping up to shipping Boston Shipping up to Boston in general uh, End of Heartache from the Resident Evil movies uh, That's it, those are the songs No, 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 we have more Ballroom
3: Blitz I forgot Dracula. Ballroom, <laughs> Ballroom Blitz We can't do Ballroom Blitz again <laughs> That
0: must kill me Yeah <laughs> Dracula, either version, remix or regular Zydrate Anatomy, of course
2: <laughs> S- Last Resort
0: Skimple Shanks the Railway Cat uh, <laughs> oh, but of course. Where is he, yeah, Where is Skimble? <laughs> and uh, I gotta tell you, add one more to the list. Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads starts playing as the evil bad guy terrorist who's trying to make it very clear. This is called a little thing called Subtext. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you know what this is. Uh, he's sort of, like nice allegory make. as well in symbolism. He's dancing to a song called Psycho Killer to sort of give off the
3: portrayal that he is a psychotic killer. Okay. Well, let's talk about how he's dancing. Oh, because it that. is in sandals with socks in a meat locker. So this is, in fact, a shooting.
0: <laughs> Dude, remember when fucking Sam Squid got stuck in uh, the ice freezer or whatever, and they had to unfreeze him? And he's going, and they're like, sand, surf, and Twister's like, tractor? s
2: sudio Thank you.
0: This movie stinks on ice Anyway Thinking
2: about Vin Diesel insisting that his name is Twister Not Maurice For the next hour and a half Oh and Twister (laughs) his ripping candy
3: Anyway uh, You guys are in big fucking trouble now Yeah well
0: Vin Diesel is in big fucking trouble now Because uh, they want to know The name of the guy who told them where they
2: were (laughs) and Vin Diesel's wife (laughs) (laughs) Wow. <laughs> ben, ben, <laughs>
3: who are you working for, yeah, Scarecrow? Jesus
2: <laughs> so, uh, the director
0: of this movie is a name of a man who doesn't have his own Wikipedia page.
2: You'd uh, love to yeah, see I it. I looked
0: it up and he's... Can we make it? I don't see why not. Uh, um, Alex, you said that he was almost certainly inspired by Christopher Nolan movies. I looked up an interview, it turns out he was... Actually inspired by Tim Scott movies. Uh, Tim Scott did a lot of work for like Blade Runner. I think it's related to Ridley Scott in some way. Um, I can tell that he How is certainly influenced by the Coen brothers because he just takes one of the weapons from No Country for Old Men and uses it to kill oh, yeah. uh, Vin Diesel's girlfriend <laughs> slash wife. And uh, then he gets shot in the head and he wakes up in some sort of facility.
2: Oh this God. is like my the... I really wish you hadn't cursed me with the thought of Vin Diesel with that haircut from No Country Old <laughs> Men. It's really fucking with now, me. I don't you care you may notice it's
3: like <laughs> Can you just imagine imagining Vin Diesel in the call it scene is call yeah, it <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> So here's
0: the thing uh, the way it plays out is he's like look I don't know the name of the person who told me where you guys were. I there's no way I could possibly know that. I would tell you if I could, but I can't anyway. Uh, he's like, okay, you know what, I believe you, I won't kill your wife. And he's like, okay, it's gonna be okay, baby, just trust me. He's like, and the guy's like, no, it's not gonna be okay, and then just kills her. He had no reason to kill her. There's, there's like, no reason whatsoever besides, like, oh, what if she tattles?
3: Fucking... But, 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 Chris, it's what the Joker
2: uh, would we're, does. We're, You're, You're downplaying Vin Diesel's capital-A acting oh, in this scene. Oh, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> How dare you... Him trying to be raw and emotional is
0: Alex. Oh, I think man. you described this as one of the two scenes where he acts. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it, is. it is something oh different. I, I didn't. Feel, it didn't feel like uh, Vin Diesel. That's not a compliment. Now, this is where the opening credits roll
2: because <laughs> <laughs> it's after this fucking woman be like, "Oh, you're the love of my life, babe. I love you so much. Can't wait to come home." Bam <laughs> credits roll what it says She's dead So Parker
0: <laughs> I see that something that says <laughs> Animal Pictures so congrats on making us watch another Conjuring spinoff
3: hell yeah bitch it has to be somewhere in the, in the cinematic yeah. universe right yeah, so he, right? Oh he God, wakes Vin up in... with that haunted I doll I can't wait to find out the ghosts and The Nun 4 are actually nanobots I'm
2: thinking about Vin Diesel with the Warren family just fighting ghosts <laughs> like fucking Russell Crowe and Tugger <laughs> <laughs>
3: Making movies, making songs, fighting around the world.
2: All these priests in this fucking convent find this evil nun, and he just walks in in a fucking wife beater with a big, stupid silver crucifix on.
0: I decide I'll spend my days fighting evil. Right! Where's that pussy evil?
2: He's <laughs> my quarantine to write a six spec script. I'll see all losers in Hollyweird. Okay,
0: so anyway, he wakes up in some sort of facility, and they're like, "Wow, it's a miracle you're alive." And uh, one of the women there is—I I don't remember her name—but uh, she's got the the same boob mind control device from Resident Evil, so uh, they're still doing that. <laughs> um, and th- according to.
1: Uh, I don't, okay.
0: don't want to say it.
1: Say it. Say it. If you guys have ever seen say Memento, Guy
0: Pierce is in this movie too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is. Oh, if you don't want to spoil that part, oh, well, of it, you can say Guy Pierce of Ravenous Faith. Oh, yeah, Fame. I,
0: Guy Pierce of Ravenous Faith. Thank you. It's good, oh, a good gosh. thing I didn't say LA Confidential. Uh, yeah, he's in there. He's like, wow, it's amazing. All your motor functions are returned. I was like, wow, he must have been pretty fucked up. Turns out he was
3: extremely fucked up. He actually died. Uh, pause, pause, because you said Guy Pierce, but what you should have said is Guy Pierce with a robot Guy arm. Guy Pierce with a robot arm. I was, I was
0: getting to thank that. Thank you. I was getting to that. Hello, I'm no, American hold up,
2: hold up, Businessman, Guy Maybe, Pierce. Let me get to
0: this, because th- you say businessman, you say robot arm, you say guy who got raised from the dead. We are very close to a robot in a business suit in this movie.
2: <laughs> Look how weird we are we, right this on is, the replica's precedence. That's all
3: I could think about during the scene. It's like, oh, this is just like replicas and upgrade mashed together, and I'm super in.
2: <laughs> that is a movie I would pay top. I would break quarantine to see yeah. that movie. Heartbeat. Jeez, unbelievable! So, y'all just take a couple minutes, pause the episode, and just think about that, and go to a good place mentally. Yeah. All right. Welcome back, guys. Oh, oh hey, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, he he was killed,
0: and they have to rebuild him. And uh, turns out now he doesn't have his blood anymore. Now he has nanites. Correct. They do this zoom in on his blood to show me little itty bitty.
3: Like it's so fucking cool, dude.
2: Unbelievable. I am just a piggy wallowing in his two thousand three action movie. It looks like
3: B Real from The Matrix Reloaded. It's so good. I
2: cannot wait. I'm gonna release a Y two K cut of this movie. And it's the exact same movie. It just has Deftones on the soundtrack. I hope y'all look out for <laughs> it soon. It's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, it it looks so 2003 too. That's what gets me. It's so so good. It. it I don't know how this movie escaped, whatever fucking vault it. Like maybe after Disney bought Fox, they were just like throwing shit out. They're like, hey, it's like 40% of movie here. Do anyone want this? <laughs> oh. Because I don't know where this escaped from. Like. I, did, I need to look. I'm going to find out when I brought this movie up because it had to be a year and a half ago and I never heard a word about it since. And then I show up on IMDb it's like, hey, opening
3: this weekend, a fucking Vin Diesel comic book movie. Oh my god, you guys, I just realized we're going to get to watch the Jared Leto vampire movie while we're still in quarantine. Oh,
0: good.
2: Oh. <laughs> Y'all... Things are looking good. Okay, so turns out this movie
0: was in fact sponsored by the Wounded Warrior Project because they go into the other parts of the facility and they have some guy who uh, who lost his legs, who I'm just going to call Blade Runner, and uh, some
2: guy who lost his sight and now sees through his tits. <laughs> <laughs> hey Chris, just so you know, I brought up the one time I mentioned this movie in a news segment. It was on episode three Thirty six enemies closer. Oh my! <laughs> Almost a hundred episodes ago, <laughs> I mentioned this movie might exist, and then it just fucking appeared in theaters. And now all theaters are closed. <laughs> I love content. You guys, it's incredible content machine goes. Brr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so oh, so basically,
0: I, I guess this uh, this company I don't we don't get a name for the company. The company is in the business of resurrecting dead people and selling <laughs> them as tools of war to the federal government. So basically, no, you're 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 way you're way wait, wait, ahead of me. Give here. me a second. I gotta. I just want to okay. get this one out here. Basically, this company is what Umbrella wishes it could do. <laughs> <laughs> no <Yeah>. shit, right?
2: <laughs> Like this movie just like he his wife dies, they're like, Alright, kill this motherfucker, shoot him in the head. Credits roll, and then he's just has nanite blood and he's in the top of this like hundred story future yeah, building. And it's it, like it's hey fuck you that, figure like, it out, man.
3: While we're exploring this, we're like what, eleven minutes into the movie? Oh, we bad. are so early in the movie. We get, you know, he meets the crew. Uh, you know, we, we, we left out one member of the crew who is the girl that has robot fish gills, because that that's a superpower, I guess. Yeah. Uh The we, popcorn we get the... has
2: barely started stopped dancing on screen and we've already yeah. seen his whole backstory and also he has robot blood now.
3: We get the scene where, you know, he realizes he has super strength by punching a bunch of pillars you know that's what i would do if i had like nanites that reconstructed my fingers
2: him waking up in the middle of the night just to lift weights (laughs) and be like wow i'm actually really strong now Yeah, that was really good and
0: then he goes
3: to the pool to muse and then we get he he and he and yeah he encounters fish girl we We find out that for some reason she has the rocks talk about his encounter with her
0: where she's just doing underwater tie though
2: that scene goes
0: on for at least five minutes
2: it is so. Like this movie dumb. that everything breezes by, there doesn't feel like there's a lot of wasted time. You're just going, going, going. Everything just stops. Be like, okay, y'all check out this hot on so, Y'all like that, right? All <laughs> oh, my boys in the audience, you like that, right? Give me it's a hell yeah, like a really hell yeah, yeah brother. Like...
0: Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I like stopped and I just stared at the sky. icon when he did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My man laughing, because, you know. Anyway, uh, Vin Diesel has a flashback to that interrogation scene, and he's just like, I know the man who killed my wife. It's so- oh
3: no, you missed the most important part. Why does he have the flashback, no, they buddy? Play
0: Psycho Killer <laughs> because on the they radio. play
3: Psycho Killer a second time. <laughs> Why would she cue up Psycho Killer at four in the morning in her fucking fish tank? I, I don't know, it's four AM right now. Uh, yes. Really cool. Come do shots with me while we listen to the talking heads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that like he gets starts getting the flashbacks and pacing his life together at minute. 18 <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're wasting no time in your head you're like well clearly the, the pacing wrong. of this movie is we so strange is this an episode of a tv show how are we already at so this anyway point?
0: he just leaves the facility and takes a truck he just somehow gets a truck and they're like, how did he get done? That's true. Need- we
3: don't we don't see him hotwire the truck. He, we don't see him get keys. He just, he just hops in a truck and, and then. he's, he's just gone.
0: driving there and then at some point he gets into a plane and he flies a plane. And you wonder to yourself, how does he do that? And people in the movie wonder, how can he do that? He downloaded the instructions to every plane ever made off the internet <laughs> into his brain. So the one movie I told you that this had in common with, I forgot to mention, The Lawnmower Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, y'all know that, that scene so cool. in the Matrix where they just download Kung Fu? What about planes? So he just here's another forty million dollars. You're a fucking genius. Yeah. So his
0: giant spinning 3D head appears, and he kills that one oh guy. God, and you... um...
2: oh my God, Vin Diesel's 3D yeah, head, so... the size of a fucking IMAX So he
0: kill. <laughs> he goes into like that uh, that tunnel, right? And he drives the truck, and he crashes into that convoy. And uh, he kills the guy who kills
3: his wife. And the movie. You are leaving out the crucial part of this scene because the truck he is driving is a truck that is carrying flour. And the entire scene, for no reason other than it looks cool, is just coated in flour. Oh, see, I actually missed the way, scene because I went to go. Don't need a better I, reason. I had than to that. leave to That's... go
0: use the bathroom during the scene.
3: Buddy, the entire thing is just like neon red lights and flower on everything
2: it makes no sense but also it looks incredible. it cool. looks so, so cool, cool. Oh, geez, yeah and walking start. up to that car seeing it's reinforced throwing a dude on top of it and then pulling the grenades in his jacket so it blows off the window is incredible so cool. i don't know if we made this clear to, <laughs> to anyone who's
0: listening is that as a result of the nanite technology uh, Vin Diesel is more or less Invincible he could take a bunch of shots And the nanites will repair his body Because uh, he has nanites instead Of blood and uh, He can just so he can recover he can do all the Stuff he can download information Off the internet to his brain uh, And Apparently that just works or whatever And is still a great shot he's super strong like uh, Alex said uh, he's a Great shot with guns and he could just Take trucks or whatever so he's basically Superhuman and uh Pretty, pretty powerful. Pretty violent. He kills the guy who kills his wife, and the movie ends. I get up and I walk out, and the usher is just like, "I'm still going." I'm like, oh, shit! So I go back to my seat, and uh, I don't, I don't know what else there is to do. He killed the guy who killed his wife. What could possibly happen next? So he ha- he walks away from the fan and it explodes, and. Uh, of uh, the swimmer girl is just like yeah I'm out too and he goes back and he's recovering on the uh, on some table and Blade Runner comes up to him and tells him how much he hates him he's going to tell him what actually happened to him you are actually a tool of to the government and there's like a little hint they he puts his like his gum underneath the table there's like a million of those gum pieces and it was like the first little hint there was like ah this is really subtle so uh, I will pause now before we give away the <laughs> twist uh, I would like to talk about the writers of this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of them is a man named Jeff Wadlow uh, he is known for writing movies such oh. as Cry Wolf, Prey Kick-Ass 2 oh Truth or Dare and Fantasy Island <laughs> friend of the show reach out and there is also another man, a man named Eric Heiserer. this man was actually nominated for an Academy Award for uh, his screenplay for Arrival he also wrote other well-known movies, A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Remake, Final, Des- oh, sick, Final the Destination one. 5, The, thi- the, the Thing, The 2011 Prequel, the Lights Out, and Bird Box. So- <laughs> good <one>. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, he has a movie that's coming Man. out shortly called Shadow and Bone. So (laughs) Is this a sequel to Jimmy Bones in the house?
2: Also, let me just tell you now, Alex, one day I will assign you Cry Wolf and you will die laughing at it. I don't that doubt is, it. That is the movie where there's a killer on campus who uses like an AOL Instant Messenger program to taunt people and also Oh, I'm the, familiar with it. And also cool teacher Bon Jovi is one of the lead suspects. <laughs> bon Jovi it's fucker. Incredibly good. I, I just like the idea. The main characters wanted from Supernatural. <laughs> Jeff
0: Wadlow and wrote a he directed a short movie that won a George Melian cinematography award and also co wrote Bloodshot. <laughs> So, and writer and director of Truth or yeah. Dare, do not bury. Oh, thank Truth. you for reminding me. And executive producer and Fantasy of, Island. Oh, and
2: Fantasy Island. Oh my God, he got the fucking. So he's right. good. Yeah. Got it.
0: So got anyway, it. Parker, <laughs> Alex, friends, enemies, Romans, countrymen, help me out here. Let me know if I get anything wrong. Basically, Vin Will Diesel do. is a super soldier in a research facility. And they implant a fake memory in his brain where a bad guy kills his girlfriend. And then he wakes up, breaks out, and kills the bad guy with his lawnmower man brain. And he comes back, (laughs) and they change the guy in his memory, and the cycle repeats. They do this to kill various people they dislike. And then they're going to sell him for money. So, Parker, tell me if this is more financially viable or less financially viable than selling an incel raptor to wealthy bidders
2: <laughs> they spend like a billion dollars making a super soldier in the body of like a 55 year old man <laughs> who just wears a wife beater all the time and that's it that's their big weapon meanwhile they have a dude with like these fucking robot Doc Ock arms and a woman who can breathe underwater but their big prize is Vin Diesel in the year
3: 2020. <laughs> this is so fucking good. The fact that, like, a major part of this plot is like, oh, well, you're only really good at killing people if you're out for revenge. You need motivation. <laughs> it's like, that's in so theory, funny. that should work. But, but like, when you soldier. put it in the mumbo jumbo <laughs> washing machine of this entire fucking mess of a movie, it's just like, wait, that's, that's what? Why, that's he's, why he's so effective. Cause they convince him, like,
2: "Hey, uh, you see this uh, fat white dude? He murdered your wife, and then he just fucking hulks out, and murders a
0: thousand people to see, get." See, to that's him. my thing is that he's just well. There's yeah. There's also a lot of collateral damage, but also he's a super soldier. He can just do it anyway.
2: They did the Winter Soldier, but it's 2020s. Can we? It's so. Can we please? He is in 90 percent of this movie. This is, like, supposed to be his big launching point. He's the hero. This could be a huge franchise. And in nine percent of this movie, he's either wearing a black t-shirt or a wife beater. I fucking love Vin Diesel so So, much. He doesn't give a
0: fuck. So, here's my thing. We have to talk about one of the all-time real deal no sex appeal scenes. Where they play the psycho killer thing again, but it's all the different people dancing to it one after (laughs) another. Man
2: yeah that's the moment you're like yo this movie might yeah. Be good. <laughs> yeah like this, this is this is, yeah. uh,
3: this is the point where the movie looks into the camera and says yeah you remember that first 20 minutes of this movie that was incoherent and stupid yeah we did that on purpose we got you yeah. <laughs> oh we yeah okay let's chris talk folds his newspaper under his arm and goes Fine! And sits back <laughs> <That's> down. pretty <laughs> much me,
2: yes.
0: <laughs> okay, one of the computer techies literally says the word, ooh, burn. Uh, which, he's also the one who wants a robotic cock. Uh, Correct, but also, like, would I, you? Apparently, because one of the tech people, two of the women say, by the way, six inches, not that big. Uh, uh,
2: Just nervously... Yeah. <laughs>
3: This is what happens when you give a lot of money to somebody that's never made it before. Yeah. You just nervously poking and, at your and they go, with your fork. "You know what I'm gonna do? Talk about my magnum yeah. dog."
0: So that's one of the other things about this is like I want to get back to what you said about like, yeah, we were being stupid on purpose. <laughs> Jokes on that. I was just pretending to be stupid because <laughs> uh, the psycho killer thing. Apparently, it's all that one tech geek's idea. He's like, "Yeah, it's psycho killer for a psycho killer." Look, you don't get to put something stupid in your movie and be like, huh? What? Wasn't that stupid? I called attention to the fact that I'm inept. Like, that's... Disagree. <laughs>
2: Counterpoint. They say nanites 400 <laughs> times. we <laughs> yeah.
0: will get to that. At, the, at one point, the computer tech is uh, describing... Um, it's like Vin Diesel goes to kill, like... His third guy, and uh, he gets disabled because there's uh, an EMP. They have an EMP. Yeah, the EMP shuts him down <laughs> like a robot. Uh, which God, this movie's kind of so at this point good. you realize, wait, you can't really call Vin Diesel a hero, can you? He's kind of evil in a way. Not like not on purpose. He doesn't know what he's doing, I suppose. But this, oh, like yeah, Joe this pa. movie's a, like a lot of different. <laughs> I said like a robot, and you said Jopa. I don't want to think about. It. Don't, I don't worry about. want to think it. about robot Jopa. Anyway,
2: uh... just go to class. That's what Vin Diesel would have wanted. Oh man, maybe I would have. Tearing down a statue of Bloodshot. <laughs> There's at one
0: point in the computer tech dialogue, he's is describing the, uh, the black British guy who's apparently a computer genius is like, no, his code is incredible. I've been using it this whole time. It just sounds like it's from like 1997. <laughs> the, the whole movie feels like it's from 2003. But uh, on the subject of uh, whether Vin Diesel is even a good guy, this movie is a lot like Frankenstein because bringing a guy back from the dead and doesn't quite know what he's doing. Uh, it's a lot like Memento. Guy Pearce is in it, and it's, the movie just becomes Memento at some point because his memories. Resident Evil, because uh, Umbrella's fingerprints are, are all over this, The Guest, because it's about a super soldier who just can't stop killing people. <laughs> uh,
2: Hi, I'm J-Bone. Welcome to Terminator. Heaven. For what I hope are obvious reasons. God.
3: And I would have to say... Can we watch that again? No. <laughs> it's time to a, a watch Johnny Mnemonic <laughs> again so bad. But it's
0: also a lot like Serenity. Because I, I just keep thinking about the scene. You say Inception for this. where he goes to Italy and builds up the hologram of all this stuff. That to me is a very Serenity moment. <laughs> I am the yeah. rules.
2: So, let's talk
0: about the, the black British guy, the hacker. He's apparently a genius. At one point, he's wearing checkered Zubas. Um, God,
2: we're an hour so into this cool. hour and anyway, 35-minute yeah. movie. They're like, we need some Deadpool yeah, yeah. quips. Let's just have this one black dude say jokes <laughs> every time he's on screen until the yeah, credits so, roll. Sorry. Uh, at some point,
0: uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel Jesus. is... Uh, Is kidnapped by me, he's just like, and I think the black guy kind of explains to him, like, hey, here's what's going on, they're using you to kill all these other people and stuff like that, he's like, you can reverse, he's just doing this Christopher Lambert as Raiden in uh, Mortal Kombat, he's just doing that voice. No, that's just how he no, sounds. No, no, no. This movie is different. This is different. It is so... It. I disagree. No, it, I've seen a lot
3: of Vin I Diesel movies. I disagree,
0: too. I know Vin Diesel's voice. I've seen a lot of Vin Diesel movies. I've heard a lot of Vin Diesel movies. This voice, it sounds older and raspier than normal. And it, again, it sounds like Christopher Lambert
2: in Mortal Kombat. It's almost like a... The idea of Fendi's of watching Christopher... Just watching Highlander and taking notes is really like, good to me. It sounds like <laughs> Kirk Douglas now. He died. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, at some point he asked the guy to um, to reverse engineer his robot insect blood. <laughs> Which, hey, can you explain the plot to, of the movie? Yeah, which, <laughs> which the guy says what that, that took decades of research. You want me to just do the whole thing? He's like, yeah, I'll be done by dinner. And Nickov, it's all just programming anyway. And he just does it.
2: I gotta finish before tea time. Is I gotta tre- dress up as a lass with me mates for a laugh?
1: Hello, big British lady.
2: Monty Python fucking sucks.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Alex is laughing pretty hard at it. I think he's into this. <laughs> Maybe Monty Python was right. Maybe that is the pinnacle of comedy. So
2: Anna, you can see me mustache. Well, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> she, he's supposed to be a dame, but he's got a mustache and an Adam's apple. Say what?
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> Elsa Gonzalez, I think a real name of a person, uh, she doesn't like the plan here. She doesn't like working
3: for them, but she she's kind of trapped, cause, or Isaac Gonzalez. I don't know why that's her name. Uh, well, we should, we should talk about the scene where she finds out she's trapped, where Guy Pierce uses his robot arm to shut off oh, her respirators no, and Alex, the Sonic Drowning oh, music Alex, plays. you missed it.
0: <laughs> Alex, you, you missed it. She knew. Huh. She knew that uh, she couldn't leave because she mentions it. She mentions it early on. She says, if I leave this facility, I can't breathe. And that was pretty much directly stating, you will cut off my air. He's just like, yeah, well, you know, you signed up for this. I was just like, the fuck?
3: And also, I'm going to cut off your air. Yeah, so he's just like,
0: hey, in case you forgot, <laughs> okay. you can't just do that.
2: Remember, I can do this. And that goes for you in the audience, too.
3: Goodbye, movie, You too, Austin. Anyway, so um,
0: she has to.
3: I'm ready to do awesome oh, powers. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm <laughs> ready to gold
2: member. I've not something about like three scenes from gold member. My baby, back, baby, back, baby. Okay. I love gold ribs.
0: <laughs> that, I love <laughs> gold.
2: Look, Doctor Evil being kept in that Hannibal Lecter prison this is really fucking funny. Okay. okay, okay. Have to give- <laughs> oh yes, squid pro quo. <laughs> 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 The movie might actually be good, you guys. (laughs) Alright, alright. Guys, back to the movie.
3: Okay, so...
0: She has to leave the facility to go kidnap the black guy. And then she has the lamest, most uninteresting fight scene I've ever seen in my life. It's so fucking boring. Buddy, I thought you saw Charlie's Angels. Honestly, this (laughs) one's just as bad. I was just so... Board. That is incorrect. It, it's so fucking <laughs> dull. Anyway, then the two programmers have a race to see who can bang their keyboard the fastest. <laughs> I love hacker me. scenes in all movies, but especially in this movie because they make even less sense. Exactly. Than normal. I don't even have a dramatic loading bar, so I can't tell
2: what's going on. It's just Guy Pierce yelling at him. Like, do you have them yet? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Oh my God, he's really good. He's one of the best. I'll do everything I can. I'm to reverse the yeah. charges. No, Whatever, I,
0: man. I have to admit, it's kind of tasteless in this movie to have a guy say Kobe and then
2: brick a shot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't take that out, though.
2: Like it's kind of like how in Spider-Man when they were cowards and took out the scenes with the World right. Trade Center. Bloodshots took to their guns and said, no, no, no. Keep the integrity keep the Yeah, integrity yeah in the play. art is what's important here. The,
3: clearly, this, it was just a... We're not spending another fucking dime on this bomb. Exactly. Like, just leave it in. <laughs> look,
2: look, no one's going to see it here. It'll make all of its money in China. Let me just open my Yahoo Finance... Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh what's going on? Where? Oh, jeez. So there's kind of a long skyscraper
0: battle here between two of the henchmen and Vin Diesel, uh, who... I think we've just called Vin Diesel the entire movie, not just because that's the actor's name, but because I don't know if he has a real name in the movie. (laughs) I'm not going to call him Bloodshot. I'll be goddamn... Well, you shouldn't, because I don't think anyone calls him that in the movie, (laughs) so... Hell yeah. Good on
3: this movie, though, for not saying the title of the movie in the movie. (laughs)
0: This this movie is right Although, at one point, his eyes literally go Bloodshot,
3: and I think I was just like... He oh. does turn into a demon. Yeah, we'll get we, to that. Yeah, we'll, yeah, no, I'm we'll, just
2: thinking about the fact that they say law abiding citizen and law abiding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. cool
0: movie. Anyway, or, or one of my favorite ones is in Con Air. Welcome to Con Air. They could have just rolled the credits
3: right <laughs> then. Uh, the best one, the best one of those, hands down, is Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: You're that's very wrong. good. Uh,
3: so, anyway, um,
0: the, do we have anything to say about that skyscraper battle between the two henchmen?
3: I love that they like sort of set up the blind dude who could see everything as like someone who might be a sympathetic character, and then they just chucked him off a building.
2: (laughs) Like it's it's whatever because you don't give a shit about any of these people. But like, it looked pretty good. It's fine considering like yeah,
3: um, it looked better than Venom. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway.
0: Uh, let's him, hardcore dunum. Anyway, so let's talk about the part where he turns into a killer robot nightmare demon god. <laughs>
3: it's, it's just the most marvel ass third act you could possibly it, no, imagine. In a Marvel movie <laughs> he would
0: be the villain. Look at him. <laughs> His name is The funniest Blush the part.
2: <laughs> It's like him being super pale white like that. Like, that's how he looks in the comics. They're like, look, we'll do it for one scene and then you can just go back to being Vin Diesel. It's fine. You can put your wife beater back on.
3: And the entire impetus of doing it is like, oh no, his nanites are running out he's of battery. <laughs> like, his he's nanites his nanites. his I will I never fucking... forget that. I think I was just drooling I... by that point. So the nanites the for the rest of this movie. The
2: deadly serious thing I've ever heard
3: for the rest of the movie the nanites just like heal him and when they fall out of his body he comes back together and it reconstructs his face or whatever in this scene he becomes a demon god and the nanites fly out of him with a face and they make like a it, big ghost thing it that comes looks the bad so <laughs> parker, didn't so... it
0: looks parker to god look kind of like the the mouthless plagas from the resident evil wesker thing <laughs> it's so
2: fucking good do they? Do they listen to our show? Do they? Are they also huge Resident Evil heads like the uh, two of well, us? Well, in that
0: case, Wadlow and High I'm sorry we made fun of you. I would never. Uh, You're
2: looking at the world's biggest Truth or Dare fan, right? Thank you so much for making me watch that. The, the world's biggest and biggest. only. <laughs> that. What if Vin Diesel did the CGI smile? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, Jesus. you guys. Who wants to Photoshop that and just make that your sleep paralysis demon from now on? <laughs> oh, sure, okay, so anyway, <laughs> he is able to kill Guy Pierce. It's Vin Diesel fighting
3: Guy Pierce it's very cool the The fact that he kills him because the nanites while they're running out of battery take all of the shell off of a grenade and leave only the explosive part which he is holding in his secret nanite hand to drop (laughs) at an opportune time despite the fact that they are officially out of batteries imagine
0: (laughs) alex telling us all this and we had picked a different movie instead of this one
3: it's you guys the end of it, this movie is the buttcoin coin mining rick <laughs> if if you guys picked another movie to do i would probably still be in my section talking about bloodshot i'm I, not gonna lie like, i would I be there with so you but i would
0: decide. have been like looking like, at the screen in defeat be like i i chose the wrong door
2: Like, when you said, like, hey, it's cool, man, y'all can pick whatever, I was already 20 minutes into this, there was no going back. I was in for the ride. Oh, man, what a fucking movie. What a stupid movie.
3: I cannot wait for everyone to discover this in six months. And, again, like, this movie is idiotic. Like, make no mistakes about it. It's also 110 minutes long, and I don't think any of us were bored for more than, like, two minutes at a time at, like very very spaced out intervals like you can do a lot worse with your time like, you will I, be entertained I didn't know I needed this specific type of
2: schlocky movie until like 30 minutes in when he's just covered in powder and red and punching cars I was like oh I've actually been needing this for like a decade because your two options are either Marvel which is they all are the same or fucking DC which is just a Zack Snyder nightmare no, I need a shitty canon films, but with an actual budget superhero movie. And it exists, and God bless them. I just, man. So, the
0: ending, he wakes up in the back of a... <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> wakes up in the back of a camper van. He survived I, somehow. I want to I wanna <laughs> talk about it, because the, the black scientist guy is like, um... Black British guy.
3: Hello, mate. What you yeah, doing, brother? he says i've given you more stamina
0: and i was like is this a video game And you get like a power up at the <laughs> no, he's end he's gonna go fuck Who possibly like... care also all his memories are restored and uh i guess isaac gonzalez is now with him is that uh is that good or
3: i'm glad Hello? i'm glad we skipped over like all of the weird continuity scenes where he shows up at his dead oh, wife's house right. he was actually yeah, alive was and and we find out like You've been gone for five years. Yeah. That,
2: <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> that's what you want halfway in the movie to be like, oh, yeah, we talked about this. I, moved I mean, Don, the... you don't remember that? And him just hey, trying to okay, act. Okay, that's a good God, point. I have so to good. admit, for all of this
0: work, that scene isn't boring. It's just I don't
2: have a lot of jokes to make about it. You know, it's I... <laughs> when her little kid runs out and Vin Diesel has to yeah. be. All right, now let's just sell this. Just yeah. really sell it. Yeah. Cut, yeah, Good enough, uh, I guess. Perfect. God, imagine being a guy who's done nothing but video game cinematics, having to direct Vin <laughs> Diesel to like a tearful <laughs> performance. That's so fucked up. Like his credits are the the fucking cutscenes in Halo fucking, Wars, the <laughs> Halo Wars, and fucking Force Unleashed 2 Like, all right, Vin, really emote here. Really tell them you don't know the secrets of who sent you. Uh um, I guess. I mean. <laughs> Look, I hope Vin Diesel never gets tired of wanting to be in movies where he puts an ensemble together, but also he's the leader and the coolest. <laughs> because between Fast and Furious and Triple X and now this, like I hope he and, never And stops. the fucking oh, Riddick right, movies. Yeah. <laughs> like God. How have we not done the Riddick movies? I, the we but just circle. did one this week, that's, dude. You know what? That's fair. He's always the leader. He's the oldest person by like 25, 30 years, but he's also oh, the yeah. coolest at all times. Vin Diesel, I don't know how he gets these producer credits, but good on him. Good on him for making Donnie Inn play second fiddle to him. What a fucking champion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I think we could... <laughs> Just fucking forces The Rock to make his own shitty franchise instead. <laughs> what a power play, just to be able to kick The Rock out of your movie. <laughs> that way you can hold on to Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> I, I feel like... Uh, the diesel
0: rules. We can all come away with an agreement here that... Uh, we can all recommend this. Dude's know?
2: Rock. Abs- uh, I am so excited for... You know, everyone's gonna be in quarantine. More movies are just gonna just appear on streaming. I don't know where. In like three weeks, this is gonna be available to rent or on Netflix or something. Y'all are gonna have such a good time getting absolutely just shit housed at home, watching
3: it's, it's just so just good. pay the twenty dollars, invite a couple friends over. It's it worth is like <laughs>
2: charge five bucks a person. Break. There's no law when you got white claws. You just fucking have a night of it because this movie is. It's so very The stupid. one It's so you good. You know? It's incredibly watchable. You put, like, three Disturbed songs on oh, the soundtrack, yeah. and your reaction would be like, dude, how did they get such good CGI in 2004? I'd be like, I don't know, man. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Is I, my, <laughs> I think my one
0: quibble as I went on with this movie was like, boy, with a 90s soundtrack, this would have been, like, our, our thing here. But at least they have Psycho <laughs> Killer. <laughs>
2: It. You just do a fan dub of this. You only got to add, like, drop in a couple Papa Roach songs. You've got a fucking gym.
3: Can you imagine just the exact same movie, except his trigger, instead of being Psycho Killer, is Dracula? Oh my god. Imagine it. I'm going to think about it and fall asleep <laughs> tonight.
2: <laughs> Let me
1: just take this here, <laughs> Cam Rip, and open up a Adobe Premiere
2: quick. <laughs> 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 just dropping his drink while mermaid girl's looking at him confused. You hear Dragula echoing behind him as he goes crazy.
3: <laughs> we should make movies, you're right. Let's take this downtime and do something, something with it. How are we not millionaires?
2: Our ideas are incredible. Do not steal original content, us.
3: Rare Pepe, do not steal.
2: <laughs> okay, so um, what if
0: one of the nanites was Bigfoot? <laughs> It's just a bunch
2: of little (laughs) rods. That's that's how he kills. That's how he kills all the all the data to give one. My (laughs) God, his squatch is
1: overclocking. (laughs)
2: And that's the T sis.